Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not Worth the Time. We're here. We're doing it. We're ready to fucking blast off, dude. Are y'all caught up now with your hangovers and shit from New Year's? Did you even get hungover? Everybody tried to, like, phone it in, I feel like, this year. You know? you did, Nobody really tried to go out and enjoy New Year's like they normally do. Which, you know what? If anything, that was the, probably one of the biggest blessings of the pandemic, right? Is everybody's now calm the fuck down when it comes to going out and partying. You know, I think people finally realize... How much cooler drinking at home is. <laughs> Unless you're like a college-age kid, then you just never stopped. You know, you just did the house parties got just got cooler themes with masks and stuff. Rather than, you know, doing an eyes-wide-shut party where you put masks over your eyes, you did it over your mouth and nose, you know. That's what college parties started turning into. Eyes-wide-shut, uh, more, more like mouth-closed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which... I wonder, like, I mean, if you did an Eyes Wide Shut style party with the Corona masks or whatever those fucking, the face masks and shit, I think, uh, I wonder if you could pull, I don't think you could tell people apart as much. Like, they do the mask over the top, like, you can still kind of tell, I don't know. It's weird how if you cover up half a person's face, you can't, like, you think you might be able to pick them out of a crowd, but you really can't. And... Let's be honest, like, your nose and your mouth and stuff are way more identifiable than your eyes, really. Unless you got some fucked up eyes, you know? Unless you got two different color eyes or you got a big old scar right here, you know? You know, like the stereotypical uh, mass murderer kind of depiction of somebody. He had a scar on his face. I'll never forget it, you know? Otherwise, you pick the... You, I, you think you can, but you, you really can't. We all, we all end up looking the same. <laughs> can't tell anybody apart with those masks on, you know? But uh, hopefully, uh, you get, we that's the good part about the pandemic, you know, is that everybody realized that, uh, yeah, going out on New Year's fucking blows. Just have some people over, play board games, or just uh, drink alone in your apartment. So was it, bring in the new year with the one person who truly does care about you, yourself. <laughs> no, spend it with your loved ones, you know. Have a good time. I do love... This is my favorite part about New Year's, and it's like everybody talks about it every year. Everybody like wants to know, like there, it's always next this next year. I'm gonna do something good, you know. I'm gonna hit my goals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something of myself. I'm gonna do something cool this year. Um, everybody says that, and that's good. I'm glad everybody gets a new, fresh start, and everybody likes to have some kind of motivation going into the next year. But I also love that collectively, as a society, we all start doing that. And then on day fucking one of the year, none of us do shit to do <laughs> to go forward. Nobody starts on day one when it comes to making their goals happen on a New Year's resolution or whatever. <laughs> that is nothing. You know, they, there is nothing getting done on day one. Everybody wakes up after slamming too many beers and sleeps in, taking naps all day. Your uh, Comedy Central made a fucking whole thing called the Holiday Hangover, National Hangover Day, and they just play awesome moves the entire day on Comedy Central because they know what you're doing. You're not going out and grinding. You're napping, okay? You're not. You're not getting your hustle on on January 1st, dude. Nobody's doing that. 
And even if you're like a sober person, you like I know some people who are sober and stuff like that. I guarantee you they still didn't do shit today. The only grinding I did today, I, I now nah, I'm not saying I'm sober. I'm I, I was drank last night. I got drunk. You know, I fucking had a good time. I watched some weird videos. Stayed up till about ten, uh, twelve, ten, and then went to fucking bed. That's how you do it right there. That's how you celebrate New Year's. <laughs> you stay up. I guess you're like, okay, yeah, I, I don't feel any different, and you go to bed. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, I napped most of the day, and the only grinding I was doing was on Halo Infinite, okay? I was trying to get up in the ranks, okay? Getting that fake dopamine drip of getting achievements and ranking up and feeling like I'm winning games and be like, yes, doing fist pumps. Dude, I catch myself doing that when I'm playing games now, like especially online competitive games. I'll win a match, and I'm just like, yes, and the fist pump. You know, I'm giving a tiger fist pump on a fucking video game, dude. I'm 30, man. That's fucking. I don't know if it's sad or, or it's not really sad. It's just uh, it does bother me that that I'm that motivated by it. Also, I'm very distracted by it. Like uh, I I'm recording this pretty late on Saturday. It's the first day of the year, guys. When I'm recording this, spoiler alert. I pre-record these. What weird? Yeah. So you're listening to this on Monday. You're getting ready. So you should have had, like, Sunday should have been the first day you started getting your grind on and making shit happen. Yeah. Uh, but not for me today, that's not what I did. I completely destroyed that. And I, I guarantee you this. I fell apart this whole week. Like, this, this that, that everybody always, I guess, talks about how, like, that, that week between Christmas and New Year's is, like, this, like, dead space or whatever. And for me, this week it was, dude. I tried to keep on my regular routine, and Mother Nature told me to fuck myself. Like, I couldn't keep on it, do any of my normal shit because of weather and all that stuff, and it just threw me into chaos. I had all this extra time on my hands, and I can tell you this, I probably logged probably 10 hours of uh, Halo. And that's uh, sad. That's very sad. Not a good way to spend my time. So that's why next week it's all got to be on top of it, you know? Yeah, I just want to be, I got to get in my shit, you know, because everybody wants to be the man, but nobody wants to shoulder their own responsibilities. You know, you just wish everybody else would do the shit for you and you don't want to take responsibility for it. You know, you want all the credit, but no responsibilities. That's what everybody wants. And, you know, you're just working towards that. I think I want that sometimes that I want, like, I want the credibility and like in but I want all the credit but with none of the work like have a team somebody who produces and edits and does all this stuff but since I'm the talent I get to just make like take all the credit I don't but I say that and hear that and it fucking pisses me off because then I have to trust other people to do things that's where it comes down to is I just want trust issues I'm just like I can't trust anybody to do what they're fucking supposed to do <laughs> like I gotta do it because they're gonna fuck it up you know even though that's, like, not true. Like, I fuck up constantly. I fuck up my own shit all the time, you know? But, yeah, you let, let me know what you guys are trying to get accomplished this year. I make goals every year. That's the fun, like, and uh, I'm actually a little bit behind. Normally, I do it, like, in December. But, like, I'm going to do them uh, later tonight or tomorrow. And uh, set out what I'm going to try to do and start getting that blueprint down. Uh, for what I want to have and accomplish for this next year. It's it's good. You should be trying to figure out something, man. Like, even if it's just, like, uh, every everybody thinks 
like, oh, it's got to be some big goal or whatever. And it, no, just what what do you want to happen? And like, if you think about it, it'll happen. If you think and put action into trying to make that happen, it will. That's what's cool. And it might take a little bit. It might take a long time. Might be awesome and it happen pretty quick because you take the right steps and they just happen to be giant leaps. But it's cool. It can happen. Yeah. So let me know what you guys are gonna try to do this year. You know, comment in the comment leave a review and write what you're going to do this year then it's then it's like cemented if you just like that's what you do rate and review the podcast right and then put wait i'm going to do this this year with uh and uh i and just just tell me what you're going to do with 2022 how you're going to fucking make it happen you know yeah so yeah good news happy new year everybody and we're here and we're doing it you know and that's where we're at and I don't have anything – I don't know if I have anything cool that's, like, really happened to me uh, that I can t- expand on. But I just wanted to uh, talk about the grind and the, the lazy day, you know, because you'll see a bunch of that. I don't know. You'll see a bunch of people already posting New Year's resolution stuff. Oh, my God. That's the one thing that's going to suck is the gym's about to be hell. Like, my gym's already hell. But thank God, luckily, like, I go to a gym where it's a little more expensive to go to. So it's not like when I went to Planet Fitness, how, like, that place would get fucking terrifyingly packed. So, and that's just because it was cheap. So, like, people go there and then their news resolution dies and then they just, you know, it's easy to cancel. Or you just keep ten bucks going. (laughs) And then you have that sad little purple planet fitness thing on your bank statement every month and you're just like oh i'm a piece of shit and i gave up i gave up so but it's gonna probably be wild it's gonna be nuts for a little bit part of me wants to start working out before work but i don't think i can do that again yeah like that i'd have to get up so much earlier to make that fucking happen but yeah you know get out there do your thing you know which brings me to what we're going to talk about today. You know, uh, I got a couple things here, but I think we're probably only going to get into one of them. But uh, emotional intelligence, you know, um, I'm not really super familiar with what emotional intelligence is. And I've been finding this article and I thought it, uh, we'd check it out and see what's going on with it. So it's emotional intelligence people embrace these 10 simple rules which i thought was like okay cool so this will probably explain to me what emotional intelligence is and give me some like pointers on how to use it um i i'm guessing emotional intelligence has to do with something with recognizing your emotions and being able to not be completely controlled by them i'm guessing um uh which i could probably use some help in that department i fly off the handle you know so uh put these rules into practice and start making emotions work for you instead of against you Huh? see yeah so that's kind of what it is so let's find out what's going on here uh the question i get a lot over the past year i've used this column to focus on answering the questions by providing simple rules that are not only easy to remember but can start putting into practice right away uh these are the 10 rules of emotional intelligence that'll help making your emotions work for you instead of against you okay rule number one is the 25 uh over five rule okay now according to ancient legends uh wait did they say ancient le- whatever uh billionaire uh warren buffett uh personal pilot once discussed career priorities discussing career priorities with his boss when Buffett taught him this simple lesson according to the legend 
Uh, Buffett told his pilot uh, the f- to first make a list of the top 25 goals and then circle the top five goals uh, and to remain focused on accomplishing goals one through five. And the pilot would need to keep would need to keep away from other goals. Okay. Um, the idea behind 25 over 5 rule is uh, we often get distracted by things int- that are interesting but are preventing us from making progress in the important things. Buffett goes on record saying this story never really happened, but the principle remains success means learning to say no so you can say yes to things that matter the most. All right. Yeah, that's pretty easy. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard of that before, and I didn't know. I've never heard the Warren Buffett version, but I've heard of. I've heard people say the writing the rule, the goals down. Um, you almost have to look at them every day too. Like people, uh, I used to get made fun of, and I've talked about it on the podcast about taping the goals on the window, <laughs> or not on the window, but on my mirror. So I saw them every day. So I was like, okay, yep, got to remember that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm, I'm waking up early to get done. And so I don't have to go to a regular job anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. Let's fucking see what else you got going on. Write in reverse. Uh, writing in reverse is simple. You reverse the roles as a writer of an email in a report or or ending page uh, with the role of the recipient, your audience. This is helpful because you keep uh, it keeps you from writing an overly emotional perspective, writing too much, or writing things that won't help your cause which the recipient doesn't care about damn that's pretty fucking that that's hella helpful dude what hella who the fuck am i i just said hella on a pocket i'm not gonna i've I never said that seriously ever and i just said that what who am i from southern california i'm fucking jesus christ man i just that that's dumb i can't believe i just did that I apologize to all the listeners out there. That was that was very unprofessional and will never happen again. Anyway, writing reverse is also an emotional intelligence because it helps you develop uh, empathy muscle. Yeah, that would make sense because if you're writing from the other perspective, it's the uh, whole thing of making sure you're thinking about how the other people were reciprocated. Um, like that's one thing I know when it comes to writing any joke I work on, I'm always thinking about the other ways that people can pr- uh, – perceive whatever i'm saying um i'll say i see a certain line and i'll think about all the different ways that that can be taken um that's that's which is why it's fucking nuts that i can that you i write anything because the anything can be interpreted any different way but what's nice about that for me anyway when i'm writing a joke is i've noticed that when I do think about all the different ways, sometimes it offers a new path to think about how that joke would go. And then you just open up and branch and tag off. And hopefully, Mike, the whole thing is I make a joke funny enough and also clean up all the ex- the exit r- routes on the joke so nobody can come at you and get mad at you. But, like, of course, that's impossible. But it is fun to, like, try to, like, see if you can seal up all the cracks, you know? I'm like a foundation company when it comes to writing a joke. You know, I'm going to come and just seal up your broken and cracked foundation to make sure you don't get any leaks in your basement. 
<laughs> what a shitty way to be a comedian, right? Anyway, the golden question. The golden question is actually five in one. Uh, when you need to make a decision, but you feel your emotions taking over, ask yourself how I feel about it this in a day, a week, a month, a year, or five days, or five years. Uh, the question is extremely helpful because it forces yourself to see the future. Uh, you hack your brain and change the way you process your emotions. Yeah, dude, uh, I've heard of that one before, too. And uh, I try to think about that a lot. I try to think about, like, the, the – it's so easy, especially if you're doing any kind of project, is, or, like, especially creatively. Um, I've noticed this, like, because you can get super inspired and want to start doing a new project. And people start coming at ideas, and they're like, oh, we got to do this, that, and this. And, I, and, I'll, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea. I like it. Um, but then I start thinking about the work, you know. And if, it's, and if I'm not excited about thinking about how much work I'm going to have to do to put into that to get that project off the ground, I don't want to do it. Like I do, a, I do this because I love to do it. I know how much work goes into this. I love doing the podcast. I love running the website. I love doing stand-up. I know the amount of work that goes into it, and it's fun. Like That's why I like doing it. I know I'm going to care about it in five years. I've been doing it for fucking six now. Like I care about this. And then like there's the little side project that come along that like I think about and I'm just like I don't know if I want to put the fucking time into that man, like I you like that requires me to take away from the things I really like doing, which is stuff like this. So uh, when you think about the future, you think yeah, that's a great one. I really like that rule, the five minute rule. Uh, Ever have a huge task sitting in front of you, and instead of working on it, you sit around on YouTube all morning? Fuck, I did it before I started fucking doing this podcast, man. Uh, about 19 rounds of fucking Halo. Uh, there's a reason we do that. Our brain is overwhelmed with the thought and compiling the task. It causes you to avoid the co uh, at all costs. Uh, in cases like these, you can use the five-minute rule. Make a deal with yourself to work on the task for just five minutes. Uh... If you want to quit after that, no problem. This work is it works because your brain is tricked into seeing the larger task in a small one. Uh, of course, you usually end up working much longer than five minutes. Yeah, I've heard it. I think we've talked about that on the podcast too. Uh, if you just trick yourself into writing for five minutes or whatever, you're gonna write way more than that. Which I might yet start doing that to myself in the morning because um, I've been slacking on writing. I always try to write for like 15 minutes, but maybe what I need to do is just do the five-minute rule. It's like I have to sit there and focus for five minutes to do that. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't told figured it out yet, this podcast is me trying to really fucking get my head in the right space most of the time and making jokes about it and how crazy my fucking weird brain is. But who gives a shit? Anyway, let's uh, – uh, the rule of clocking out. If – uh, you're anything like me, uh, you view the work as priority, but how do I balance that priority when there's even more important priorities like family or mental health? You can do this by learning to clock out, setting work times uh, for every day, and when the, and the end of the day comes, clock out. Treat it like it's an important uh, Important appointment, one that you cannot miss. Employee, employers, employees who apply this rule, clocking in, find balance uh, in a building, a uh, more rewarding organization, one that is uh, found on balance. All right.
Yeah, that's that scheduling. So it's like, okay, you got to go here and be out at this time. So you got this amount of time to get the fucking work in. Makes sense. The rule of writing. Have you ever had a question for a colleague, but you, when you ask it, it simply can't, can't follow. They can't follow. Uh, as you try to explain it, you realize you're having completely. You haven't completely thought through this idea yourself. Uh, after it, what? Man, my brain just shut off. Dude, my brain just shut off when it saw this word, and I don't know why. There's not. It's not. It, it <laughs> uh, after experience, experiencing just for some reason, I experienced my brain fucking clicking out and checking the fuck out there. Holy shit, dude. Sometimes, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on up here, but it just click gone. Anyway, experience uh, this enough times, you start to follow the rule of writing. If you want to clear, uh, clarify your thinking, remember something important or communicate with somebody, write it down. Uh, the rule of writing has many different benefits. Clarif uh, clarifies your thought, improves memory and understanding, uh, and helps you communicate better. Uh, five steps uh, rule against procrastination. A rule, uh, if if rule number five wasn't enough to get you, you your task done, uh, try f a full method of fighting procrastination. This is a method I use to break a long lifelong habit of putting things off. Not because I felt feel like I didn't feel like working on them, but because I was so busy, I was prioritizing urgent over important. Uh, but follow this method, uh, help relieve stress and increase, uh, my quality of work. Oh, I guess there's another thing. Also guys, this will be in the podcast description down below link down there. So there's like extended articles on all these rules, I guess. Uh, the, qu uh, three question rule. Okay. These are the three questions you must ask yourself before you say anything. Uh, does it need to be said? Uh, does this need to be said by me? Does it need to be said by me now? Damn, I'm going to really start applying that one. Because I have a tendency to just start fucking jawing, dude. I have a tendency to, like, I just can't. I don't like fucking silence. I don't like it when it's quiet. And I'll just fucking start going, man. He, you, I, if you can't tell, I talk to my, by myself for a half hour every other week. You know, that's a pretty fucking crazy thing that I do. Um, but it is a good tool. I'll have to think about that one for sure. That's a good one. Uh, the rule of appraisal. Uh, when you're feeling unproductive, stuck in a rut, or simply afraid to, of what's ahead, you must remember the rule of uh, reappraisal. Rule of reprisal. Sorry. Uh, don't focus on the path ahead. Uh, look back at how far you've come. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, that I'm trying to like do like I'll start getting in my head about how I don't like where I what I'm doing or I feel like I'm being uh, being uh, lazy or I'm just not getting anything done I'm just being a, a bum being a bum you know and uh, I've been doing that lately like when I start getting like down and out about like something that's happened like within like it's like not getting shows or not getting booked or whatever. Then I just remember, like, all the crazy shit I've done this year when it comes to stand-up or how far I've gone in just, like, five or six years. And first of all, that's a no time in stand-up. Like, there's people who have been in it fucking 20 years and have uh, 
you know, they have more to show than I do, but, like, they're just now finally kind of getting the notoriety they deserve. And uh, you just have to remember how, like, far you've come, and that's a good thing to do. I'm going to – that's part of, like, the reflection when I create my goals for tomorrow is i got to write down shit like that. So – uh, and then let's go to number 10, the final ru- uh, rule here. Uh, first things first, uh, I have a recurring nightmare uh, that the circumstances of my dreams change, but basically the problem remains the same. I have too much to do and not enough time to do it. When facing this situation, I learn how to f- uh, follow the rule of first things first. I narrow down the task uh, to only two or three max and then i focus on one the first one and then simply chip away at it. the rule first things first is a ton of benefits you can read more about it here so yeah dude that's all those uh that's all those rules and stuff like that man this is a rec- that's a recurring nightmare he has that's fucking wild oh man that's crazy i had a you know i i feel like i should uh uh tell you this guy's this story uh i've had a fucking doozy of a nap nightmare today during my post fucking new year's uh thing and i'm no dream expert i don't know if dreams really have any representation or if they're you really working out a problem or if it's just a collaboration of most of the weird shit you've seen all day but i'm pretty sure that's what it has to do with but i know uh you know watch a lot of supernatural and all that stuff i there was a demon and like his henchmen coming after and it I wasn't me in the dream either. I was like a POV of like some other person. I was almost watching a movie and a story. And it was kind of interesting where it was like this demon named like Gorvinot Gorvinot, I think is what his name was, but he like wanted this this daughter. It is it is like dude's sister. And I was like POV of the dude. I don't have a sister. So this is why this was a weird thing and it was like a different thing. This dude wanted the sister, and it was, like, part of some ancient curse, and it was, like, and we were just trying to stop it. Like, at one point, I was hitting him with plastic shovels. Of course, it did nothing because he's a goddamn demon from hell. And it just kept, like, and it kept going. And then eventually, this is the part that I thought was the most disturbing, how weirdly vivid it was, is, like, I was, like, POV in this house. Like, I was out, like, in, like, a park when I was fighting with a snow shovel. And he was, like, on the top of these stairs or whatever. And then it was in this house. And then I saw what, like, for some reason, like, you know how dreams don't make sense and, like, you just assume you know who these characters are? Like, you just know the role of them? It was, like, a mom, or the mom in the bathroom saying something to me. Like, I could see through the crack of the door, like, oh, honey, no, it's just fine. Me and your sister are, do- are uh are just uh, cleaning up in here or something like that. And then, like, when I walked by, I noticed, it, this is the weirdest part, is the sister, Katie, was fucking, like, had, was tied up across the fuck, like a, like a roasted pig across, like, the shower curtain rod with a telephone cord. You know, like, the old school, like, expanding, like, circular telephone cord. And then, like, I tried to go up there and plead with these demons not to take her and stuff like that. Of course, like, the real demon was, like, pretending to be the mom or whatever. And they're like, dude, there's nothing you can do. And you're, you're fucked or whatever. And then, yeah, I just went downstairs and had to eat that. And then, like, the real mom and dad were there. And they were asking, like, where Katie was. And I was like, I'm pretty sure. And, like, I, like the character I was was just like, you had to, you know, like, just straight up be like, 
she's upstairs. You'll have to and like you knew she was dead up there. And like so the mom goes up there and like screams. And that's when I woke up. That was my nap dream, dude. Not a fucking wild story. Like where I don't even know where I pulled that from. I guess it's pretty much from watching Supernatural probably. But it was just like uh, they're very specific images. I don't know. And then like I I've heard of this thing recently that like people do have dreams. They have similar dreams. They're not always the same, but they see similar things. So I wonder if anybody has ever had a dream like that. And it was just a very specific image. I don't know. I didn't like it. I know I woke up and Normally, when I have dreams like that, they're terrifying, and I can wake myself up. I realize they're not happening. But it also was weird because it wasn't me. Like, I was somebody else. I've never had a dream where I was, like, clearly being somebody else. So, like, my brain put me in another person's body somehow. Wild stuff. And that's uh, that was the first dream I had of 2022. I'll keep you updated on the other dreams. Uh, what you really need to stay updated, guys, on is punninggame.com. Wow, weird transition out of this podcast, Wade. I know, right? But go to punninggame.com, guys, where you can get all sorts of entertainment. We are been we've been fucking entertaining for years now. We got hours and hours, hundreds of hours of exclusive content on punninggame.com you can find who gives it f not worth the time with the back catalogs things about stuff uh monster jamboree empty parlor you got all those podcasts you can check out oh so go to the website check that out also while you're there go to the punning game shop guys punning game shop is where you can find hoodies t-shirts all sorts of cool shit to represent your favorite shows here on punninggame.com or just your or just represent punninggame.com dude in that wild we're going to have some new merch coming at you here soon um we're working on some cool designs uh we'll be getting that done and get some new shit up there so people can go and get some new cool threads and represent this upcoming year and don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD that's NWTPOD and that gives you free shipping at checkout so don't forget to use that also guys if you want to check out the video version of this podcast where you can see me read the article which i don't know if you want to but you can see me you can watch uh clips from the show and you can check out my half hour wild horses you can go to youtube.com and search comic way taylor uh that all that content is right there on youtube so go check that out and i really appreciate it guys this has been not worth the time uh thanks for listening and remember don't do anything i wouldn't do